You're listening to the Dating Diaries podcast with your host, Gemma Joel. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the second episode on the Dating Diaries podcast. Today, I will be discussing all things online dating, and to spice things up, I'm going to be joined by one of my male friends to get his perspective on the world of online dating. We'll both be sharing some of our weird and wonderful experiences, and as you can imagine, if you use or have used dating apps in the past, there can be some truly mad and very entertaining experiences on there. Now, over the past 10 years or so, dating apps have gone wild. From things like Tinder to Grindr to Hinge and Bumble, the online dating community has grown tenfold and now has an endless supply of people who are looking for lust at first sight. With a quick swipe left or right or matching with those who want to connect with you, you can filter out the people you don't want and connect with those you do. Getting that dopamine hit when you match with someone you fancy has actually never been easier, but is the online dating world all it's cracked up to be? And can you really find your one true love on a dating app? So today's guest is Jamie Boyce, a fellow podcaster and one of my close friends. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today, Jamie. To get us started, it would be great if you could tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you and me met each other. Well, that's an interesting story. But first and foremost, thank you for having me on the podcast. Uh, your first guest to feel very privileged. Um, so yeah, it's, it's come along. I think the first time uh, I had you on my podcast, like what, a year and a half ago, well, my old podcast anyway. And um, yeah, the friendships kind of developed from there, isn't it? I feel like me and you initially... Because we uh, to give everyone a background, we both come from a, a nutrition background. We both got degrees in nutrition, and you know we were both doing that uh, the Instagram nutrition thing, sharing recipes, all sorts of stuff like that. Found each other's yeah. pages. Then a few weeks later, I found each other on Hinge, didn't we? So we did. We did find each other yeah. on Hinge. Is this um, before or after I slid into your DMs though? No, uh, I was. I, I would say this is uh, after you slid into my DMs. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, it was almost like an, an innocent like slide into the DMs. It was almost where, where it can be interpreted either way. You were, you, you were, um, you know, tactical with your approach. And what I, you was, know, what I, was obviously. the message? What was the message? I swear it was something to do in Nando's. Yeah, I, I, I snapped a picture of like the first night. To, to, to give everyone background, I think this is like the first Nando's I'd had post lockdown. Um, so it was like the, the first one in like six months or whatever. It was like it was when they just reopened. Um, and I'd had like a super stressful day with my podcast, had like no internet and all sorts of stuff like that. And I was trying to get a video online. So long story short, I went to Nando's to use their Wi-Fi to get the video up. So I snapped a picture of like in Nando's, I think with, with my laptop or whatever. And then you replied like, oh my God, I need a Nando's. And it was like, mm. <laughs> First time you're talking to someone, I was like, okay, okay, it can be, it's innocent. You know, you might have wanted a Nando's. You've got, you have to be, you have to be tactical. You can't go straight in there and go, I think you're really fit, by the way. Let's meet up. You've got got to start really soft and then build it. It wasn't blatant. It it wasn't a blatant approach. You you knew what you were doing. There's a reason you're, you're, you're running a a dating podcast now, you know? Yeah, of course. Why do you think I've got you on of all people? Because we have a great (laughs) relationship. We have a great relationship. And I know that you can give me some um or you can give the listeners some really good stories so dating apps I feel like they have really taken over they are probably most single people's primary source of finding someone nowadays especially 
in lockdown when we weren't able to get out. That's why I started using them, um, mainly because we couldn't go to the pubs because, you know, Boris put us into prison, so we weren't even allowed to go out. And um, I feel like since then, like over the past two years, I've heard more stories from people. I've heard like, obviously, I've got my own stories <laughs> from good experiences, a bad experience of using online dating apps. Um, but I would love to know, when did you start using dating apps and why? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I would say I've probably been on and off. Like I've had a few serious relationships in between, but I would say yeah. I started using dating apps in my early 20s, so like 21. So I've probably had it for like eight years on and off. Okay. Um, I'd say initially, I'd just come out of a breakup, you know, that was my first serious breakup. Um, I'm 21, five-year relationship. So it was very much like I needed you know, I needed a rebound, not, not necessarily, not necessarily a rebound, but I needed someone to talk to, you know, to fill yeah. that void. Um, and yeah, progressively over the years, I've kind of just had it in between relationships and things like that. So now it's kind of, uh, I have a love hate relationship with it. Cause I feel for anyone that's in their younger twenties and they're not the most confident guy like myself, especially when you're in your younger twenties, you might not know how to speak to women like or adults in general really so i feel like the dating apps for me kind of removed that barrier um mm. where if you get rejected it's like oh I, I can go anyway but nowadays i would i have a love-hate relationship with it i kind of feel like i would like to meet someone in the real world yeah but it's juggling up you know having a busy lifestyle and even being able to meet someone. So I understand the practicalities mm. of having, you know, dating, dating apps, especially over the last couple of years. Interesting. So you, you said that you've got a love hate relationship. Why a love hate relationship? Well, like again, so for me, I, I, I find the niceties, like the initial niceties quite tiresome. Mm. So, you know, the hi, how are you doing? You know, the small, yeah, the small food. talk, the small yeah, talk is I, long. For, it's so long. For that, I, I would rather just bypass that stage and just go straight to like, you know, let's go for a drink or let's do something. Let's go for, yeah. you know, let's go for a first date and then get to know each other that way. Mm-hmm. I've kind of, once you've had, like, that's what I'm saying, I've had dating apps for a very, very long time. So I, I spend as little as much, as, as little time as possible nowadays on them because yeah. I feel like once you've had them and you've had the the initial hello how you doing you know numerous times it's kind of just you know I hate it for that reason yeah I, I totally agree with that and I think my so I only tend to use hinge hinge is the only one that I've ever really gotten well with I don't know why I feel like it's more real tinder for me mm. When I when I'd used Tinder in the past, it felt more like a hookup kind of app than it was to find someone that I was going to have some sort of substantial situationship or relationship with. I'd used dating apps sporadically for years in between relationships, but I was always too scared to meet up with people. I don't know what it was. I think it's, yeah, number one, maybe like the initial rejection thing of like meeting someone and you don't get on in person and then that's it. Also, I just had so many horror stories from my friends um and then that was yeah kind of put me off a little bit but then because nothing was open in in lockdown uh you kind of had to make your own fun and also because I was I literally just come out of a relationship so we broke up three days before we went into lockdown so it was lockdown breakup oh my god what do I do with this and I was like okay I'm just going to use hinge again the first person that I ever went on an online date with was so hot like I got so so lucky um, but he turned out to be an absolute weirdo. 
uh sadly it took me until the third date to realize this <laughs> but that's very pg for you absolute weirdo <laughs> absolutely, absolutely what else would i call them <laughs> well it's a bit not not safe for work normally but can, can you swear on yeah. this podcast absolutely i mean you can swear if you want to swear i'm just i'm just trying to keep it classy for now but we can yeah swear if you want to swear. yeah okay yeah but he, yeah, he turned out to be an absolute weirdo. He was great on the first couple of dates, but I always feel like your first date with someone, everyone's trying to be like their, their best self. Yeah. It takes a few dates to really get to know someone and break down that barrier so that they are more themselves. And on the third date, so I, his nickname is the Wheeler Dealer. Because <laughs> we we went on our third date. We like went for drinks um, in Hammersmith. We were like on the river. It was all like romantic and cute. And a few red flags started popping up. So I posted something on my Instagram story, like a picture of my my drink and the river, really nice background, whatever, whatever. And he was like, oh, can you send that to me? And I was like, oh, yeah. So I screenshotted it. I sent it to him. And because my hand was in the picture, he cropped my hand out so he could upload it onto his story. And I was like, well, that's so bait. I said, I, in my head, I was thinking, like, the reason you're doing that is because obviously you're talking to other girls. You don't want them to see that you're with a girl. Fine. So that was the first little bit of a red flag. And then the second That's one, a howler, by the way. That's an absolute howler. Horrendous. But I, I feel like in that moment, it's not something you can go, why have you cropped my hand out of the picture for? Even though, you know, that's why they've done no, it. you've got it. You've got it. you just got to say, why, why, why are you doing this? Why are you doing Well, no, now I would. Now I would. But I think because it was my first online date, and I was trying to yeah. like play it safe. So I probably did like keep a lot to myself whereas now I definitely wouldn't so yeah so we <laughs> that was the first red flag the second one is he's wearing a really nice top and I said to him I really like your top and he's like oh yeah cheers my nan nicked it for me from River Island and I was like sorry, I'm sorry what nicked it Nick, nicked it from River Island Jeez. River Island like River Island is not even that expensive but yeah not not even the point but he said that with such like conviction and he was like really proud of it and I was like I'm just not really sure you should tell someone you're on a date with that you're now nicked a top from a Ryland for you. But you know, could be an, could is. be an undercover sting. You know, you could be you could be trying to infiltrate the family to to nail his nan and put her in prison. That is yeah. that is a fine possibility. And then the last one is when I so I used to do a lot of cycling, and I was saying that I wanted a new bike. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll get you a bike. I'll nick you one. And I was like, I don't need you to nick me a bike. I can buy myself a bike. Anyway, we're walking back to his and there's this beautiful bike. Like it was the same bike that I wanted and that I'd had in like my basket. And I said to him, oh, that's the bike that I want. And he's like, do you want me to nick it for you? And I was like, this guy is not normal in the head. And anyway. Can I just say, can I just say, you started this story with, my first online date, I got really lucky. No, I got lucky in the sense that like the first two dates were excellent and he was a beautiful man and we had great chats and he was funny and I fancied him a lot. And then the third date just absolutely killed it for me. And yeah, yeah so we, we I, I ended up going back to his anyway because I just couldn't really be bothered to travel all the way home. It was like an hour to get home. So I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to, I'm going to stay here. And uh, the next morning I woke up and... I looked at him and I was just like, I just, I don't want to see you ever again. And he dropped me home. Wow. He dropped me home. We we're sitting in the car and it was about the longest 40, 45 minute drive of my life. And we got out and we never spoke again. And that was that. Mm. 
Well, he got what he, what he wanted and you got what you wanted, ultimately. I mean, I didn't really get what I wanted <laughs> at all. Not at all. But Well, you still went back to his. You still went back I, to his, so you must have... You know what? Time. That was... Yeah, well, yeah. I wanted a, like, a better sleeping because I just couldn't be bothered to mm. travel home. Also, at this point, it was like nearly midnight. It's going to be the last trains. I was a bit drunk and I was just like, mm, no, do you know what? Easy, easy option. Um, I doubt he's ever going to listen to this podcast. So, yeah. Wheeler dealer, wheeler dealer, bike stealer. That was my first online date. Wow. Well, he can uh, he can nick a phone or something to listen to it on Spotify. It's now on Spotify <laughs> and Apple Podcasts. There's a plug. Yes, yes, yes. There it is. I actually can't believe it. it's on Spotify, Apple, and Google now. Madness, mm. and, madness. And podcasts are huge now. Um, and the one thing that really blows my mind is uh, in running a podcast is. You know, you essentially you have the conversation, you release it out there, and you just put it into the ether, and you don't, and you don't really think too much about it ever again. And mm. then when people actually consume it, people actually listen. That's what kind of blows my mind because ultimately it is two people rambling and having a conversation. But when me and you did our first podcast and your one, um, that was great. Like I really enjoyed it, and I knew that yeah, you're just you are a fun person, but you're also you've got great conversation. Um, so yeah, hopefully people listening will actually enjoy this. <laughs> Now they've clicked uh, off by this point. <laughs> Literally, they're like, do not have had enough of this. But yeah, back to the topic of dating. Do yeah. you have any funny stories that you'd like to share? Or any bad stories so, or any general, you know, stories? So I'm quite fortunate. I wouldn't say that I have any, you know, like car crash first dates or anything like that. I do have, I do have like a date that was almost odd. So for anyone that oh, I knows love that. Me, almost odd <laughs> it was i feel harsh calling it odd but l- let me explain so basically anyone that knows me knows that obviously i come from a nutrition background i'm a huge foodie i love all types of food really but unfortunately i just don't like seafood i'm not the biggest seafood guy mm. so when it comes to like sushi when it comes to you know fish in general anything like that it's just not my thing and i just don't enjoy it so long story short about six seven years ago um Again, uh, via online dating, actually. I think this might have been Tinder at the time. Mm. Um, go on a first date with a girl. It's fine. Went for coffee, nice and casual. Really got on. So we penciled in a second date. Um, because, again, I'm a foodie. I love trying new things. Like, I love trying new foods. I've never had sushi. And her favorite food was sushi. I was like, oh, let's go for sushi. So we go for sushi on the first date. Everything's going swimmingly. I ordered this platter. Um, and on uh, for reference, I'm not a biggest fan of ginger either. I'm not a fussy person. In, in are you slightest. not? It, might, doesn't sound, no, it doesn't sound like you're fussy. At all. <laughs> there's, probably, there's probably like three foods I don't like: mayonnaise, ginger, and and like you know seafood. If I'm honest, outside of that, give me anything, exactly. I'll eat it. Um, and anyway, this platter comes over, and it's like this. Obviously, if anyone's had a seafood platter, obviously it's just like a mound of seafood, and then on the side was some caramelized ginger. Um, and the caramelized ginger was my favorite thing on the platter. So I'm, I'm going through this day. Obviously, it's second second day. Obviously, everything's going really well. Mm. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm grinning and bearing it. I was like, yeah, it's not not too bad, not too bad. It's all right. Not my favorite, but you know, it's not not too bad. But you know, grin and bear it through the mill. Uh, things go really nice. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be a gent. So I, I, I at this point, I wasn't really a drinker. I drove to the place, and I, I you know, date comes, you know, finishes. All good, and, all, all good and solid pretty much. So I'm like, do you want a lift home? Happy to give you a lift home. Say if you get in a taxi or whatever. Mm. Um, give her a lift home to a place, you know, invites me in for a coffee. So I'm thinking, you're in here, JB. You're doing well, right? <laughs> what proceeded to happen over the next hour in her flat is 
one of the most surreal, strange um, things I've ever gone through. So oh, no. we go into her living room. I sit down on the sofa and she's like, oh, Jamie, I'm just going to go get my teddy bears. So Sorry, next what? door. Yeah. So Sorry, went next door. <laughs> I feel really mean saying this because I don't necessarily judge her for oh, doing how, this. How, how old was this girl? <laughs> oh, oh, she was, you know, my age. So at that time she would have been 24, 23, we we're the same age. Okay. Um, okay. Right. So we're in, we're in her, um, in her front room. Right, she's like, I'm gonna go get my teddy bears. And the next like 45 minutes was basically her bringing in her teddy bear collection one by one and like progressively Stop asking it. me to like hug them and like give them a kiss and stuff. And I was like, No, you're joking. Oh, that's, that's you're, jo- nice. you're joking. Being, you are I'm being joking. deadly serious. I'm being deadly serious. Deadly serious. And notice I said this this wasn't even a, a car crash date because you know, people like what they like. You know, for me, that's not my my bad. How did you but, react to this? Because I can't imagine so, you sitting there with someone. I can't imagine it. I can imagine. Early twenties. Early twenties, I was just like, yo, I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna hug or kiss them. I was like, oh, that's really nice teddy bears. So they were like, they were like designer teddy bears. I don't know if you know them. Like they like it was just like it was like some sort of like bespoke designer teddy bears from like the 50s. Yeah, I was so actually like, they, planning they on getting my some after this podcast yeah yeah you know? yeah i tell you i tell you what like <laughs> if you want to impress a guy after the first or second date you know invite him in show him one there by one but anyway yeah showing me them one by one um i thought i was going in for coffee and you know the business or whatever you want to call it uh ended up like having a teddy bear show for an hour um yeah so, <laughs> that, so that was that was how that was how the the date went. So when I say I'm not a Casanova, I'm not a Casanova, right? So I, uh, I just honestly I just can't like what I yeah. don't understand what. And again and again, I don't mean to sound. I'm not trying to sound mean. I don't judge her or anything. People like what yeah. they like, right? But it wasn't. I, I'm I'm just saying I went in there expecting one thing, and got something that I don't think I could have guessed if you offered me a million pounds. You know, so no, that is that, probably the that last was the thing. Was. Interestingly, we did go for a third date and it went well. You so, did? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Do you know what? Of you're course. you're a good person. You're a good person. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, would have scared the living daylights out of me and I probably would not have seen the again, guy again. People like what they like. Uh ultimately we stopped talking because I went to university and she moved back to Newcastle. So yeah. it's one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. That is yeah. an interesting story. And now I understand why you said it was um odd. Yeah. But like you said, yeah. pe- people like what they like, um, but it doesn't mean that you have to date them. <laughs> <laughs> I um, well, mean, I'm not, I'm not mean. I'm honest. I'm not mean. I'm honest. Yeah. If I went back to a bloke's house and he started getting out his beanie babies, I'd be off. I'd be ordering an Uber. I'd be ordering. Uh, abs- yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Spe- speaking enough. of with dating apps and online dating in general, do you yeah. think that you can find true love on a dating app? Uh, most definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I my ex-girlfriend, I was with her for a couple of years, met her via online dating. Mm. Um, I think it's, I think genuinely, I think like anything in life, there are going to be absolute morons, you know, in a, yeah. in a, in, in a group of people. So I think it's just, navigating through the morons and finding the right one unfortunately um mm. i think ultimately it, it is a good thing it's just unfortunately for for girls i know it can be sometimes just like a sour experience you know yeah i've actually not had like many bad online dates i feel like i'm quite like i'm quite easy to get on with i can chat to anyone um and 
some of the online dates, as I was saying like in the initial episode of the podcast, is that a lot of people that I've met through online dating, I've ended up like becoming pals with. Like, look at us. You know, like we, mm. I know we, we obviously knew each other through the nutrition world, but we only really started talking properly when we'd matched each other on Hinge. And now we've yeah. got such a strong friendship. And yeah, I feel like I, it, it can go one way or the other. It's, it's about perspective, isn't it? And it's about your perception of it. You can look at it like one of two ways. You can be like, oh my God, if you go in with the mindset that you're going to have a bad day, it's it's probably going to be a bad date. Whereas if you go in, I have absolutely no expectations when I go on a date. I very much um, just take it as it is and I take it at face value and I see what happens. So I used to get to know people for ages before I met up with them. Um, and then I got to the point where I was like, no, do you know what? I don't want to spend ages talking to someone because the experiences that I've had where I've spoken to someone for like a week or two consistently, then I've met them in person. There's no vibe there. I'm just like, I feel like I'm wasting my time. So I'd rather just chat to someone for like a day or two, meet up with them, go for a drink, see how things go. And then if it goes well, then, you know, you can see them again. That's, I think that's an age thing though, because I'm, I'm in the same boat and we're, yeah, we're, we're, I, I would say we're in the similar, well, we're, we're the same age, but mm. I, I totally agree with you. I feel like, you know, maybe in your early twenties, you know, it's your expectations and your, what you want in life are, are probably different to what you want at our age. So now I'm only about investing time into people that I want to invest my time into. Really. I don't yeah. want to sit there and be, a, I don't, I don't want to be a, a pen pal with someone for, you know, two, three weeks and then go on a first day and realize that, you know, ultimately this person isn't really for me, you know? So as that's I said, so, at, the start so of the podcast, at the start of the podcast, as I said, I think for me, again, I have a love hate relationship with, with hinge and, and dating mm-hmm. profiles, uh, sorry, dating um, apps in general, because I'm not a big fan of the niceties. I just want to bypass that, go for a drink, see what makes someone tick really, you know, ask them the, the deeper questions. you like, like what's your favorite food? Joking, yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a that's a solid question. I that is that is a solid question. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I I rate people. I mean, there's not many people that I know that aren't foodies. Um, I mean, we're quite lucky that we work in an industry where you know everyone loves food, and we mm. get to like talk about it all the time. But no, that's one of the big things. Oh, I always talk about that because I love cooking. I need to be able to like share that passion with someone. I find it so attractive when someone says that they can cook or if someone cooks for me or, or something like that. Um, but yeah, with, with online dating in general, I, yeah, I think I, I can understand what you mean about having a love hate relationship because I don't, I don't tend to use it. Like when I say I don't tend to use it that often, like since I've been up here, because I don't know that many people, the reason I started dating more is actually just to get to know people and like get to know the area and go to like nice bars and nice restaurants. And it's good to venture out. Um, but it, it can have that, that side to it where you just relentlessly, sometimes you'd be sitting there and I find it like I have the TV on and you know, you're just swiping and you're like, why am I wasting my time doing this? Um, and I think you have to, you have to go in with the mindset of like knowing what, what you, what you want in a way. As I know now, because I have no expectations, I just go in with talking to people because I want to just get to know them and then see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's completely fair. I mean, it's, it comes down to investing time in people that you want to invest time into. And it's, yeah. you know, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like people can portray a certain 
So not everyone, obviously, but I feel like some people mm. can portray a different character, a different persona to what they are in real life online because they have the opportunity to spend five minutes. They have the opportunity to spend five minutes thinking about a reply, whereas when you're having a conversation with them, it's kind of worth yeah. it take five minutes to reply. You know, it's gonna it's it's a bit dry conversation. But that's it, and also people can make their profiles look as pristine as possible, so that you're like oh yeah, this person sounds really great. And then that's what I was saying about dating is that you only really get to know someone properly. Like in my opinion, from like the third date onwards, because that's when people tend to relax and you can, you can have it like part of a facade or whatever, but eventually the real you will come out. But do you feel like online dating is, is, is ruining or changing organic dating at all? Or do you think it's had an impact on it? I think it's different for all age groups. I think younger age groups now, it's much more common. Um, mm. I feel like for us, we're, we're almost like in between. So the generation before us is kind of like an alien concept. And we were the kind of the first, um, you know, demographic really that went to the hills with it. I think younger people now, I think it's not even just dating apps. I think in general, you know, social media, whether it's like Snapchat or Instagram DMs, yeah. I think that's more of a, that's more of like a normal thing. And I think it's the, the natural stages of doing that. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Okay, next one. Oh, this, I don't know. I love this one because I put some um, questions on my Instagram the other day because I wanted to gauge people's opinions on this. Um, who pays on a first date? So I'm, I'm quite old school. You know, mum raised me right. I've got two little sisters, so I'm always about trying to set a, a good example, so to speak. For mm. me, personally, um, whether you call it toxic masculinity and everything like that, mm. I always feel like I want to pay on the first date. However, I do like it when the girl offers, um, yeah. and I can and I can politely decline. Um, but I, for my own perspective, I, it's always I've got to cover the bill, really. Yeah, I yeah I, I, I yeah I can understand that. I I think the offering thing is very important. Like that would. I always offer to pay on a date, like at least like split the bill. I find it quite nice. Like, and I guess it is very old school, isn't it? Like the guy pays on the first date or whatever. Um, but yeah, like it's, I feel like if we go to a pub or we go to like a restaurant or, you know, the bill comes at the end, when I go to the bar to get a drink, it is quite nice if they, you know, like get the first drink or something like that. And then we do rounds and, I yeah I think I think feel like it's different it's different for everyone isn't it like I I wouldn't go on a date with the mindset that okay the guy's going to pay for everything because I think that that that's not yeah that just for me just isn't that isn't me um I do think I, I do think we live in a society where that kind of narrative is pushed a lot though I think that there is oh, an yeah. expectance we like and I'm not saying this is right or wrong but we do live in a society where I think that narrative is pushed and the guy is almost mm. expected to pick on, the, uh, you know, pay on the first date. And for example, I'm assuming the dates that you've been on 90% of the time, the guy is paid. And when the guy hasn't paid, I think in the back of your head is like, why hasn't he paid? You know, you're uh, fine with it. But say, I, ima yeah. I imagine, <laughs> yeah, I imagine that you do have that initial questioning, you know, if you're, if your girls ask how the date went um, and you have the initial questioning, I, you know, part yeah. of you is probably thinking, why hasn't he paid? You know, um, yeah. And that's just like a larger societal thing, but I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but yeah. No, no I agree. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. It's definitely a, like a societal thing, but I the one, one date that springs to mind is one I went on a couple of years ago and we went to a bar. We weren't meant to be getting food or anything. We were just meant to be having a few drinks. 
and he like I wasn't hungry but he'd ordered a shitload of tapas and the place that we were in was was quite expensive so obviously I was kind of like well I'm I'm not eating um like obviously I had like a couple of nibbles of whatever he had but I didn't eat and then at the end the bill came and like I'd normally I don't mind splitting the bill that's absolutely fine but it was like a hundred pounds or something like that and he was like, right, so he's splitting the bill down. And I thought, you cheeky bugger, I've not even eaten anything. You've ordered all this food and now you're making me split the bill with you. And I, I split the bill with him anyway, just to be polite. But that really put me off. <laughs> it really put me off. It, it annoyed me. Yeah. yeah it annoyed, it annoyed I, I think me. I think for me personally, I think the, the offering thing is important to myself because, you know, one of the foundations of my life is is being is, is having manners and being you know as, as cordial as you can with people mm. um and I feel like it's generally it generally it's just it shows manners I don't I don't want the women to pay but I just think it's 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 good manners to to actually offer um personally so I can understand why that would put you off I think that's a red flag for a lot of people um, yeah it's, it yeah. almost sets it sets the precedent in a way, isn't it? Because it goes back to what I was saying. Like the first day, everyone's on their like best behavior and they're their best self, and that that is something that I don't know. Like if if you've had a bad experience at the start, do you really want to go on a second date with that person if you if you feel that way about what like how, what they've done or like how they've mm. not necessarily like treated you? But it's almost like oh, really? Okay, but. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, when I think about it, yeah, most of the time the guy has either paid or we split the bill and I don't like it. So I like went on a date recently and the guy was like, I'm paying for everything tonight. And I said, I don't want you to pay for everything. Like, I don't, I don't need you to pay for everything. And I, I felt bad. Like I actually, I don't know why I felt bad. Cause it's like, okay, treat me like the queen I am, you know, take me out, let wine and dine me. But I was just like, I don't like it. So that's, we got to mm. a certain point in the night and I was like, please, will you let me get a drink? Because I, I almost feel like sometimes I'm being bought when they do that. And I don't sounds like, to feel like Sounds that. like the Tinder swindler. Sounds like the Tinder swindler who's trying to wine and dine you for Tinder, you know, Tinder the swindler. Days. It's more the hinge swindler at this point, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I feel like there's, there's so many different like views on this and a lot of girls will use that to their advantage and go okay well the guy's paying for everything let him pay for everything that's great um but yeah that it's just my opinion that i i like to split the bill but i also don't mind if a guy likes to pay now and again of course this is what, that's what i'm saves, saying it proves my theory saves me a bit of dollar it saves me a bit of dollar so i can't complain yeah yeah Absolutely. i mean first dates said uh first dates generally across the board are cheaper for women <laughs> so yeah that's yeah, yeah that's actually that's, that is a very good point that is a very good point yeah. yeah and then it starts getting to the second and third and you're like oh shit what am i doing here uh, better cut this yeah. one off and have another first date down the road <laughs> yeah, I, 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 get what you're saying. I know what you're saying i know your game no, what, you, you, i don't have a game i don't have a game noted i'll no. let all the guys know Thank you so much. No, I mean, I, I think to to surmise dating apps in general, I think ultimately they are a good thing. I think it's just mm. going to it with um, going to it with no expectations. I feel like if you're a vulnerable, if you're in a vulnerable position, and you feel like you need someone or you want someone, a dating app might not be the uh, the best place for you. But if you are, in my opinion, self sufficient, able to live your your own life mm. um, happily, then I think 
a dating app is good because you go in there with little ex expectations and hopefully you can meet someone that's on the same wavelength in that in that yeah. perspective. That's a really, really good point, actually. I feel I feel like if you're not in the right mindset to go on a dating app and if you are like maybe in a bad oh, way and also, or you're looking also, for love. Yes. Also, if you are a vulnerable person, there are also other vulnerable people on there. So if you are mm. going in there wanting one thing, if you want a one night stand, that is there for people. But yeah. I think it's I think it's just being aware of that so yeah, there are people I on there agree. that are there for one thing and there are also people on there looking for but other, this but this this is the problem isn't it it's it's trying to filter that out and that that's what can be really difficult sometimes and this is why i believe in being transparent and kind of being honest and having that conversation it's not something yeah. that i'd say straight away i wouldn't like message someone and go hey what are you looking for i'm here but it is something that naturally does tend to come up in conversation or I will kind of say like, okay, you, you get a gauge of whether someone is just looking for one thing or if they're actually looking to get to know someone and build like a deeper, meaningful relationship. Because there are, I've got a lot of friends who have met their partners on dating apps and they're so happy. You know, I've got people, friends that are married and they've met on Tinder. So dating apps can be excellent while while you hear so many horror stories and you hear things that go bad, equally, there's so many things that go right. And you, mm. can, I, I believe that you can find true love on that. I really do believe that you can find true love. But it, it's about, yeah, filtering them out and also going in with the mindset, like you said, no expectation, you know, just see how things go. If you are feeling low or vulnerable and you're, I think there was times in my life where maybe I think when post breakup, when I was in lockdown, I was just looking for someone to talk to. I wasn't looking for one thing. I was actually looking to build something with someone, even though I look back now and I probably, I probably wasn't in the right mindset. I think you're just, obviously when you break up with someone, you're you're not in a, a great mindset anyway, and you can feel quite low and vulnerable. And that's when I feel like you're more susceptible to getting hurt it's practice isn't it and it's experience as you get to know different people you learn more about yourself you learn what you want from someone you have to go into it with yeah no expectations I think but anyway a huge thanks to Jamie for joining me on the podcast today it's certainly been an enlightening conversation around the world of online dating and it's been great to hear some thoughts and experiences from a male point of view If you've enjoyed today's episode, please do like, share and subscribe to the Dating Diaries podcast. It's now available to stream on Spotify, Apple and Google. That's all from me for now, but I'll be back next time with the third episode on the podcast where I'll be discussing how to navigate a breakup.